Hello, it's Graham Cave. This is another My Music. And in a minute, I'm going to be speaking to my friend Daria here about her new record. Um, Daria, also known as Six Crowd, of course. But let's have this first. Let's find out about a man and his laptop. I need to get going, Mel. See you later. Daria, thanks for joining me again. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm pretty well, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. But we were speaking just before we came on, um, and you said, "I'm, uh, you know, we we would have loved by now the world to have changed, but it hasn't, has it?" Well, I mean, it has changed, but not, you know, the transition is not complete. It is still in the rough patch of this freaking war yeah, yeah absolutely and and you're still in ireland uh yes yeah, yeah. i'm in the same village actually oh yeah. where where is it exactly where's that village uh is it south and west southwest of ireland is uh maybe you heard of ring of Kerry? yeah it's like famous road so like right now i'm exactly on this road my house <laughs> Is in this road. Oh. I mean, there are worse places to be. Absolutely, you know. yeah. I'm really not complaining. It's beautiful country and nice people, so I'm pretty grateful for this situation. So talk to me. Talk to me about about the new music. Do you know what I'm going to do quickly? Though I'm going to shut this. It's this time of day when the sun comes down and decides oh, yeah. that it's going to completely obliterate my face. I'm going to have to use artificial <laughs> light. Um, Nice that it is that the sun's out. We're going to, we're apparently about to have a whole load of rain over the next few days. So that's the end to the, to the nice weather. But, you know, the mm -hmm. crops need it. The crops really need it. Um, so, yeah, the, the new music. When, when did you write this? Uh, this current version, which I released, I wrote in April. Uh, this, I've been working on this song for a year maybe more now. And I wrote it, another version of it uh, a year ago in Portugal. I just was in, uh, I was spending time in Portugal, but um, it didn't feel right. It was like a beautiful song, but it didn't feel like, like my song. I don't know, you know, it happens. It's like super nice, but I can't release it because I don't feel it. So I left it uh, to be. And then uh, this year, somewhere around, end of March, I started uh, singing on my walks. It happened to be like a little bit like self-therapy. Uh, since I'm in a village here, I have an infinite amount of walks to myself with no people around. So I can just, you know, uh, walk and sing. And it's actually a nice uh, combination because my brain sort of switches off uh, and just voice and body stays, uh, stay together. So I started singing over the song and I, uh you know decided to write a completely new arrangement like from scratch and it happened over march and april this year wow and the song's called now let me i'm gonna oh, dreadful languages so let me try and get this right so maminka maminka yeah yeah, yeah. cool and what does that mean 
it means mommy. Right. Uh, the song that I wrote is based on the old folk song. And the folk song was called uh, Mommy, actually, Mamintan. Uh, and this is wedding song. I believe that Maminka was the the way they referred to the bride, actually, ah. like fu future to be, you know, wife and mommy, because it's like super old song from the simpler times, you know, like centuries ago. So people had different life, and the song is like sort of uh, full of hope. The girlfriend would come to. Um, help the bride to get ready you know they would braid her and like help her the dress and they would sing the song uh like phrasing that your life now is gonna be better i hope you like you'll have the full table it's again it's the simpler times mm. so this is sort of the song of hope a song of hope a song of positivity a kind of positive feeling about the future etc so uh, why what is it in this song? What is it in those lyrics that is really speaking to you now? I think the it's not exactly like said, uh, the words, but the very feeling of, of hope. I needed it so badly. Like this is why I was trying to make the song as positive, meaning like it's major chords and like it's shiny and playful. It still has some dark sides to it, but I, I, I couldn't. I mean, <laughs> it was as bright and fun as I could get it uh, out. It is, and it is bright and fun, and and the cover of it is really bright and fun. Who who designed the cover? Uh, I did uh, with is the you? help of Mid Mid Journey. Uh, you probably heard of it by now. It's like huge, this uh, artificial uh, internet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was playing with it, and uh, well, this came out. I wanted to to get an image of a little kid playing or dancing in wheat field, and it came out a little bit, you know, broken and a little bit weird, and it felt exactly right, you know. It had like the bright white, but you can't really tell who it is or what the girl is doing. It's a little bit broken. Yeah, I thought it was you. I thought that was I thought that was you on the front there, you know, going through your field. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was me. I just don't remember the photo shoot, you know. <laughs> well, she's certainly wearing a bright colours. You, you, you tend to like your bright colours yourself. In, yeah, in yeah. Your clothing is that is that is that something of you, or is that quite traditional from where you come from? That to to kind of wear bright colours, or what 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 what's the bright colours significant in in what you wear? Uh it's not exactly from where I'm coming. I think it might be actually the opposite. I grew up in East in like pretty depressive region. People right. tend to, you know, wear dark colors and like super simple, no bright patterns. And uh, I guess I just went the opposite direction. And uh, I'm pretty visual person. So if I, want to have a little bit more of positive stuff i will i can just you know add it to uh, clothes or stuff around me items around me so just uh, i'm basically grooming myself to feel a little bit better with bright colors do you do you do that when you perform your music as well do you do you like to to sort of dress up and become a, a character or do you um mm, or is yeah. it very much you i think it's it's pretty much me i 
just wear this in my regular life. I mean, bright colors. But be, uh, with electronic music, the artist is sort of in shadow anyway. So uh, I don't, well, when I played lives, I didn't really uh, dress up much uh, just because it's still, you know, the kind of music is about audience dancing and I'm just like a little bit in shadow. But uh, maybe it will change. I, I don't know. I haven't performed live in two years now. So maybe it will be different. When how I how does time. that feel? Are you, are you missing that? Are you missing the live element of music? Oh yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I'm uh, thinking and slightly preparing for it now because it's uh -huh. been a while and my new material now needs to be uh, rearranged, recomposed and uh, prepared to get live. So I slightly started working on it because yeah, I, I do miss it. This live connection between artists and the public is like irreplaceable. Nothing else can, can give this feeling. Is there, is there a local pub near where you're staying there at the moment that you can go and try this out on that? <laughs> with that how would that go down, do you think? Um, well, in, like right here, uh, maybe next next town, like uh, my uh, village is super small. There's, there is a pub, but people like tend to like more traditional music. They would enjoy acoustic guitar, but I'm not sure they would enjoy uh, dancing music. But the next town is a little bit bigger and it has younger population. So I think I could, you know, like find a, uh, find a little venue to arrange that. But you, but you know what? I think you'd be surprised. I think you might find because you've, because of the origins of this being quite folky. It's true. You, you, yeah. You never know. Right. And Ireland is, Ireland's renowned for sort of, you know, really loving music that's got a heritage and has got, got a folklore to it you, you never know you might just find that the people of your little village there might just really take to this i think i think it's i would i think it's worth a punt you know i think it's worth going down there a bit see, you know you're right do. i think yeah i just haven't given it uh, enough of thought to be honest i think you're right it might be fresh fresh thing for them as well it's yeah something new. i think i think if you got talking to them about it and and actually had had a, a bit of time to actually talk to the audience about what where it was coming from and what the what the stories were behind as well i think i think that would be quite quite nice a bit like when i used to go to an old folk club um up in sunderland and and it was a great experience because we used to you know everybody brought along a song but it was as much about sharing the stories behind the songs as it was Mm -hmm. you know the songs themselves uh, i mean normally when you're performing live is it sort of like one song after the other and people are dancing along to 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 the music or or do you actually talk between music do you actually share stories not not with this kind of music i mean uh like i i, I haven't been talking it's been like smooth transitions and i would uh, jam my way in between songs so it's like all one little piece but um, I think now I'm thinking about it, I could actually just talk over the smoother and silent-ish bits. So I think if I really wanted to write the story in the performance, I could do it. Just Oh, bit. do you know what? I love having these creative ideas in the middle of the afternoon with art. It's making things happen. That, if that happens, do let me know. 
I think that would be okay. brilliant. And actually, what we should do is live stream it as well. That would be great at the same time. So, so there we go. What other so have you got? Any other songs in the pipeline at the moment? Are you working on any other material? Uh, right now, I just got another song uh, ready for release. It's uh, actually collaborative material. I wrote the music for it, and the other singer sang on it. And it, it will be out uh, in October. I think it's going to be released on the Ukrainian label. Oh, cool. Can you talk much about that? Can you t tell us who the singer is? Or? Uh, yeah, sure, I can. Yeah, uh, it's the Ukrainian ethnic singer. She's like, her, her deal is uh, like uh, authentic uh, ethnic si singing. As opposite of me, uh, I'm like taking the folk songs and singing them in pop manner, but she does it like, you know, trying to save this style and heritage. So I connected her voice and I love her voice. And I connected it with the um, break beats and like pretty much rough electronic music. And it's like just unexpected collaboration of uh, genres. So I really like the what we got out of it so i'm uh, a little bit impatient to share but i have to wait now listen i love your music i think it's got a real it's got a real sense of history to it but it's you know you've brought you bring that history to life through what you Thank do you. And, and make it make it modern where would you love to see your music i would i would personally love to see your music make it into some kind of film or, or you know something some kind of series or something so that a bigger audience could see it and hear it well if so if you, you've got the choice now okay yeah. net netflix netflix uh, approach you etc and say or, or amazon prime approach you and say right this is going to get featured in in something if you could choose what would it be featured in uh does it have to be a like real Existing show, or I can just make the one up. You can make it up. You can make it up. Yep. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> well, then I, I'd say it would be some uh, TV show about uh, people living in cities. I don't know. It's like, let it, let's say, let's say sitcom or something. I just um, want to explain why is that. Uh, why I do what I do, why I take the old songs and uh, work with them i want them to live in modern life like you know so they're not just folios on the bookshelf covered dust with dust and respect i want them to be alive so if those songs could could be broadcasted in a um, situation you know of like modern city life where people could recognize themselves like oh this is just you know this is just a life and this is just the music that goes along with this life this is like modern real thing so that's right. Do, do you think, I mean, so much um, music that makes its way into those kind of programs, I think is quite uninclusive in a way because it, it tends to be in English or it tends yeah. to be or it tends to be in American English. Do, do you do you feel that, you know, it's important uh, for different cultures and it's important for it's important for the people of the Ukraine at the, as well especially at the moment for music that has got you know different heritage as is from a different uh geographical background to to start permeating into some other forms of culture as well because it, it you know it has 
for so long it is typically, as I say, English speaking music that has gotten into those those programs, the big the big programs. That's wouldn't true. it wouldn't it be great if if you know we could get some Ukrainian culture into something of, of that? It would be great. I do understand why it's not happening primarily because people tend to look for something they could relate through the the words, probably. Like they just, you know, English is easier that way. But also I think it very gradually changes over time. I feel like there's a little bit of more, you know, the it's slow, super slow, but it gets there. A little bit more yeah. of diversity, like more of Spanish speaking music gets popular and like some Portuguese music. Maybe just I am into ethnic culture, so I I see more of it. it might be my bias. But I do hope that well with all this now um when the world finally discovered uh that Ukraine is a you know as a thing that maybe we'll get a little bit more of um I also think it's a, I also think it's a little bit naive of the people that make these programs. I'm going to speak to my son because he, you know, he makes film etc. as well. But you know, I think it's a little bit naive that people feel that that the only way that they can experience emotion at this point in in something is because you can relate to the lyrics etc. Surely, if what's on screen has got the right emotion running through it anyway, and the emotions in the music. You actually then start to you start to pick up on what the songs you know emotively saying to you, even if you can't understand the lyrics. And actually, doesn't it then encourage people to go and find out what the lyrics are? I mean, having heard this now and having talked to you about a little bit about what it's about, I want to go and I, I'd like to know the lyrics. I, do you publish the lyrics? Um, uh, yes, on Bandcamp for sure they're cool. published. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. So people can people uh, can listen to can go and read that, and then they can go and get a translation of that if they want to as well, so they can find yeah. out what it's about. Uh, uh, you made a good point about the relation to the music and emotion without words. As a, a kid, I was growing up uh, back in Ukraine in nineties, around nineties. So of course I didn't speak any English, like not at all, absolutely. But at the same time, all the music and culture was not primarily American. Now, like I was eight years old, I believe, when Titanic came out and this like huge love song by Celine Dion, I sang it without knowing words. Like it was just a kid, I memorized how it sounds and just re was repeating it. So yeah, my point is that you don't have to actually know the words or know the language. You just need to listen. And you can feel it through the yeah through the emotion that's expressed within the singing and the song itself exactly so i i i you know i'd love to see a reversal of that i'd love for us to go right okay let's not let's stop treating people like idiots actually people can feel the emotion in this the these songs and, and you know and surely one of the reasons you delve into lyrics that are from the past and the, the history from the past is because there's something that's been captured there that is really important that needs absolutely. to come down yeah yeah absolutely and you know it's just the despite the world has changed so much like drastically over 300 years but still we as a species still have same basic needs and fears we just you know serve them differently we still need 
uh, love, recognition, safety, connection. Uh, so same as people 300 years ago. So all the old songs actually are in one or other way about those things. And they still are relevant for us. Oh, that's brilliant. Will this this song and like the previous song that you really will they end up as a collection at some point or or do you? Yes, they will. Okay. Well, yes. Talk to talk to me uh, about that. Uh, yes, they are part of the album. Uh, I hope. Yeah, I, I know. I'm sure it's going to be an album. Uh, with other songs are going to be also from the from that region and translated you know the same way uh i have two more in roster but they're like in sketch e stuff i will already like learned and translated from uh, uh old ladies singing into notes but haven't arranged yet um uh, so two for sure and one more is in question but um uh, I think I will get back to them a little bit later. I feel like, um, even though I am back in creative mode, but I, I, mm, it's like working on 50% of your capacity, uh, just because still all the situation takes a lot of energy to process. And I wrote this song and I made the video and I released it and uh, I felt great while doing it, but now I'm like, ooh, I need to charge. Mm. So it's like I literally feel that I'm empty. So I switched to preparing to the life because there is like now it's technical part. I can do it. I just know, you know, what to do with loops and samples and compression. I can do it without creative part of my body. So when that recharges, I'll go to writing back. Being in Ireland, away from home, um, trying to to get this music out at the same time i mean that that must be di that must be difficult at, you know are, are you having to to work there whilst you're there do you are you having to do other things yeah. to to keep yourself afloat yeah yeah uh i still uh, work sure for, for sure i'm a designer is my day job uh so that's but i guess i'm, I'm used to it I, i've been always a designer and artist so this is kind of balances out so that's a that's a creative job that you can do predominantly off the laptop and everything else from from where you are etc okay so yeah. you're 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 technically you're you're a bit of at the moment a bit of a digital nomad you know yeah, absolutely yeah yeah How, yeah does does the digital nomad lifestyle sort of suit you or or, or would you prefer to have... uh actually does uh, I started it before war? I, I over last I just realized that over last twelve months I've been at home in Kiev uh, for three months or two, uh, like last, last six months. Obviously, I couldn't uh, go back. But before that, I was just bouncing around. I think my uh, nomadic situation started also because my partner is not Ukrainian; he's American. So we kind of are in, right. in, in between. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it suits me. But just if, if I just could easily go back home, you know, spend my months there and get get out, it would be great. Just uh, this, in, uh, the fact that it's almost impossible now. This is what you know that drives me crazy. Yeah. The, but if the, you were, like, if it was out of choice, if you could do it out of choice, it'd be a completely different. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's an album for the future. Maybe in the future, if 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 you know, if things, God willing, you know, go go back to some kind of normality, and you can actually then choose. Maybe, maybe you can collect little stories from around the world as you go around. Would would that suit you? Would that would you enjoy that? Yeah, it, you know, it's sort of like a combination of my different uh, uh, different aspects of my curiosity, like curiosity about different cultures and a little bit of research and dusting off all, all things and collecting them together into new stuff. Yeah, that sounds amazing, actually. Do, do you feel as much, and I hope this doesn't sound like a, an odd thing or, or makes it sound like, you know, um, you're, you're a bit of a... Um, uh, an academic, if you like, but do you feel as much of a, of, of a sort of librarian, if you like, of ideas as a musician? Do you feel like you are trying to collect and and, and put these things together so that they're there for all time for everybody to then delve into? Uh, a little bit, yes. Uh, I have actually a story about it. Uh, I have another idea on roster, but it's just still in my head and in head of my friends uh, who were thinking about it together. So there is a bunch of uh, old Ukrainian songs, like almost ancient. They're like century from from the beginning of the previous century, super old. Wow. They're uh, they are written down only in books. There was like a couple of ethnologists who took the job and you know they um, wrote them down. But it's just, you know, like notes on the paper. It's not super accessible. And so it's not super easy to, there's like books, 12, a collection of 12 huge books with those songs, but they're on the shelf. No one can really use them. So what we're thinking would be great to translate those notes into uh, two things, a uh, MIDI files. So people who you know don't read from uh, paper, they can just take them and use them in like artists can use them in uh, their work. And the other uh, part is to record them with voice, just literally sing the song from the notes and put it somewhere in library online, like just a website with all the all the songs divided by I don't know genres, regions, whatever. So just all this uh, big stack of history and music doesn't just die somewhere it lives and you know i think uh, like djs would love to use it i mean the producers uh, i'm being myself one of them so i would love to be able to just get the old melody and arrange it in my own way and put it in like little loop even you know for those who are making strictly dance music they still can use it and i think it would be wonderful so that's uh, our big project Still, still in head. So, so. I completely transfixed as you were talking about that, and I was also thinking while you were talking about that that um, you know we should really try and make that happen. But what we should also try and do is we should turn the whole thing into a big Kickstarter, and we should actually get uh, get my son involved in it as well, and we should actually turn it into a proper documentary. Oh we wow! Get, we should actually get a we should get a presenter for that, and we should make the whole thing into a documentary and and have cameras follow you as you as you collect these things and, and bring this to life wouldn't that be brilliant it would be it sounds like a fairy tale yeah 
Absolutely. Right. Folks, when you watch this video, if you think that's a great idea, do respond with, yes, I would put some money into that. That would be great. You know, because we, we will do it. We'll set up a Kickstarter campaign to make it happen if people say that they really want that to happen. I want that. That's brilliant. I, I'd really love that to happen. For now, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you again. Thank you for, for coming and joining me all the way from Ireland today. Um, Good luck with this single. I, I've really Thank enjoyed you. it. It's a very, very uplifting song. I have to say, I found it. Very, I've, I found it um, incredibly uplifting. Um, and you can, you can hear, you can hear the passion in this song. So, which is, which is a beautiful thing. Um, if people want to get hold of your material, where do they go? Anywhere they listen to music, uh, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Spotify, all the streamings, YouTube. Uh, they could also watch the video on YouTube, everywhere. But very definitely Bandcamp because you get some money for it, and that's the absolutely, best. And, yes, and that's yes. absolutely the best place. Um, you've also got to with that that record cover that you've got for this. I'm sorry for people that are listening to this on Spotify, but it's a, it's a wonderful, brightly coloured uh, graphic of a, of a girl in a field with is that straw hay? I can never tell the difference between the two. Sort of uh, a crop of some description uh, on her head. <laughs> coming out of her skirt as well. Um, there's oranges, yellows, bright blues in it. Um, very artistic. That would make a great uh, T-shirt design. I'd certainly wear it. Let's, let's uh, for a start, let's get uh, a campaign going to make that into a T-shirt so that everybody can buy it to, to, to pay for whatever else that we're going to be doing as well. Um, is that, are you okay with that? Is, is that fine? I yeah, mean, absolutely. Know, absolutely. Let, yeah. Let, let's get, let's get a T-shirt made. Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for talk, talking to us again today. Um, thank you for having and, me. And, and good luck with the music. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Everybody, this has been my music, Graham Cove, speaking to Six Crown. Thank you. There we go.